Hello and welcome to Should I Keep This, a podcast where I ask comedians to venture into their massive prop and costume collections to find an item that makes them ask, should I keep this? I'm your host, Samantha Russell, a 20-year sketch comedy veteran and a prop and costume hoarder extraordinaire. My guest today is Alyssa Truskowski. She's a very funny comedian and film producer and former member of Cups and a Half, the all-bitch sketch comedy team. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you for being here. I'm so psyched. Thank you so much. Can you uh, start by telling us, how did you get into comedy? Why did you do this? Yeah, so I was 31 and I had wanted to do comedy for a long time. I had tried in my 20s to go to some open mics when I lived in Pittsburgh. Total disaster. Not a good comedy (laughs) scene back in those days. And I finally, when I was 31, I was like, I saw a class online. I was like, I need to do something like creative. I'm just going to try. And I found a couple comedy classes and I was like, I'm going to do them. I'm going to try it. Took a stand-up class um, at Helium Comedy Club. And I knew what the deal was. So I wasn't mad about like what the process of going through a stand-up comedy class mm-hmm. there was like at the time. Um, And I did, I had a great time at the show that they have you do that you pay to do. <laughs> um. <laughs> I got booked for a paid gig from that first show. And I was like, well, now I have to keep practicing. Yeah, that's encouraging. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, And I also just fell in love with it. Like I had looked for a long time for like what my creative outlet like alignment was because I had drawn comic books and I wasn't good at drawing, but I liked doing the jokes and like the, the gags and stuff. And I was like, I was like, the worst case, if I hate doing comedy, I'll get better at like drawing like gag quick web comics you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I did it I was immediately hooked and uh I just slowly worked my way through like classes and through meeting people and trying things and I've just been a part of it ever since and what is your current uh prop and costume collection situation how much do you have how do you store it okay so at this moment I have two suitcases and a giant box that needs to go to goodwill of props that i'm ready to like rehome back into the world nice i also have two huge maybe three huge totes of costumes that um and props and things like that that need to go back to members of cups and a half so i have a (laughs) lot of stuff and then a lot of stuff is that I've made into props are things that are like decor items or I bought them for props and then I'm like, I'm going to keep this things yeah. like old typewriters, old telephones. Yeah. Um, so I kept a lot, but I've really tried in the last like two years or so to like, try to let some stuff go. Um, I do so- have a collection of seven dollhouses that are (laughs) aspirational props for a film project that may or may not ever happen but are they like large dollhouses or like small one of them is huge one of them (laughs) is huge was there a particular reason that uh, like a thing that inspired you to start to get rid of stuff or is it just the pandemic in general or you know i had started in like 2012 i had been i have a tendency towards hanging on to too much stuff Mm -hmm. i moved around a lot as a kid stuff would like disappear. My stuff was like super important to me. And I was like, I gotta break this habit. And I got good at getting rid of like clothes and things like that. But then with props, man, it is hard art supplies, the same thing where it's like, 
you could use these for things or you never know when you're going to bring an old sketch back and rework it. Yeah. Um, so, or like when we have a lot of stuff that people would borrow. Um, so if you have a basement full of things that people like to borrow for, for things like, yeah, I accidentally inherited a Santa suit for many years. Yes. <laughs> you always but that's that so stuff. yeah, it's so useful to yeah. have a Santa suit. Everybody needs yeah. that. And you never know if you might need it. Like, yeah. So that's the kind of, I've been trying to get rid of it, but in the pandemic, um, more space would be nice, like more space yeah. to make art and less space to like store stuff from sketches for teams that don't do anything. Currently, yeah. So. <laughs> but, yeah. But with the reunion, like, yeah, <laughs> you got to save everything. I know. Uh, like we're all going to fit in t-shirts from five years ago that we like made. That doesn't sound like it's going to be <laughs> a real thing. So, uh, so what did you bring today? Okay. So I brought a costume. It is one of the things that made it, made the cut and I've saved it. It's a, it's a green beret. It's a green Amazon wool beret. And it's a Girl Scout sash that nice. I put together with a mix of actual Girl Scout patches that I had to go find at a Boscov's and then like some cheeky like skin a cat collar merit badge and fights like a girl merit badge and a, a Ravenclaw patch that I had that was just in my house. So <laughs> they, they sell a, Girl Scout uh, patches at Boscov's? They have a section where like if you run a Girl Scout troop that you can go get your supplies so you don't have to order them online or at least they did like five years ago. Yeah. And so when I needed to buy a sash and the garb for a sketch, I was like, I looked it up online. I was like, you know, I can just go to the mall in Delaware and get it. And I did. Nice. And what was this used for? So we had a monologue sketch called uh, called Post-Apocalyptic Girl Scouts. And it was a Girl Scout troop leader who they went away into the woods and they came back and the apocalypse had happened. There are lots of jokes. It was a sketch that I wrote. <laughs> and man, now in the pandemic, I was like, we could never do this sketch again because there were a lot of jokes like um, in the before times, in the after befores, like there are lots of like jokes about like how the world had ended and yeah. different names for the end of the world. Um, but it was basically like... Um, a merit badge award ceremony for Girl Scouts. Like, <laughs> oh, this one's for Blair, who it's the Helping Hand Award for that time she chopped off the hand of Bridget <laughs> when she was being attacked by that terrible monster. Like, yeah. so those were the kind, it was just like a, a monologue sketch where she's giving out all the awards um, in a ter- and trying not to have like a personal meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to make the best of a horrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So how long have you held on to this? Gosh, uh, I would say it's been, what year is it? 22, 18, at least four years, maybe, maybe longer, but definitely a solid four years. I actually, there were more components to this costume that I finally got rid of um, a few months ago, like, like a a fake box of, well, a real box of shortbread cookies that were Mm -hmm. full of leaves. (laughs) That was part of the gag. And like the the pout like the messenger bag that went with it, I think I finally parted with it. Um, so there are other pieces to this costume, but I I kept the two most um, pertinent parts. Where do you s- store this right now? 
Um, this has been floating into different spaces around my house since I conjured it from the basement. So okay. it was sitting on a <laughs> on an organ we have that's near like a fish tank in a room we don't use, but it had also been on our kitchen table. It had been on our living room table. It had been on the stairs trying to make its way upstairs and then got kicked back into the kitchen. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so this was just no a, a very slow moving prop here that is just kind of, it doesn't, it doesn't have any place to go. Today's podcast is the closest it's gotten to a home because it's okay. near the room uh, upstairs we have where I just throw all my crap that I don't know what to do with. And you you store your the the actual props though in the basement. I do. So okay. we had a bunch of tubs from cups and some other teams and projects I had been on, um, or projects I had done like all of it stored together in an area. Why did you pick this when you were going through all of your stuff? And like, how did this end up in the keep pile? So again, like, it's funny. I think back to it. I think about all the things that I've done with the sketch teams. And I don't think I can honestly say I've personally written that many sketches. Okay. <laughs> like very good at generating ideas. Very mm -hmm. good at helping. Very good I'm at I'm kind like, of the editing. same way. Yeah. Yeah. And very good at like the production side of it. Mm -hmm. But when I was thinking about like ones that I had written that like had really gone through many versions and had really stood on their own um, as like pieces that would be like, you know, showcase pieces. Yeah. Um, this was like one of them. And I, you know, I had to like get all of the sashes like I had to take these fake merit badges off of a different thing that they were on like so there was it's like there's a lot like of work to put in yeah yeah yes and it's small is the other thing right yeah. like it's not a dollhouse it's no. not a typewriter so it's easy I feel like it'll be easy to put into like a nice little mementos box like I have some things that I kept that are not props related but um yeah, in terms of props, also cups and a half man, we had way too many props. That was like always a thing. Like, <laughs> but that's uh, what makes sketches so good. I know. <laughs> I love having too many props. Oh man, I cannot tell you how many pairs of like brand new underpants we're donating to Goodwill for a sketch <laughs> that we did. Um, what What is the reason for that? Was it? Did you buy just like a big pack of like granny panties or something? It was like I can't even remember exactly what happened in the sketch, but one of the things that happened was like the girl. I think she got her period or she turned 16 and she gets all these like embarrassing presents. And one of the presents is just too many underpants coming out of the box, <laughs> like just too many. Um, and it was like from the whole, it was like from the eighth grade boys lacrosse team. Like it was an embarrassing, like, you know, oh my God. funny thing. So we also have, I don't know if you've ever seen the sketch, but we had a sketch where we, the five of us were dressed as mascots with full mascot heads that were like paper mache made with love by mm -hmm. Ruthie Iglesias. And <laughs> I have all five of those heads in my basement. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So I have oh, full, that's like, huge. mascot heads. They do need to go elsewhere. Uh, I heard I heard Ruthie just moved. So I hope that there's more she has, room at Yeah, place. a big yeah. space. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you can't get rid of those. No, and they're like beautifully made. Their art. I know Ruthie wanted to keep them as like portfolio pieces. And like I for a long time, like I have the most space and a car out of the yeah. team members. So it just made sense that I would be the one to keep it. But um yeah, I also have like most of the related onesies that yeah. go with the mascot outfits. Yeah. So, you know, you just you become I became the props uh person by 
by the fact that I had a car and space. So. Yeah. Have you, have you uh, moved since you did that sketch with the, uh, the Girl Scout sketch? We moved once, maybe early when we did the sketch, but we moved at one point and I wasn't always the prop master for the team. So we had moved once, but we have not moved in a while. We will move again at some point. So I I dread that a little. That's why I'm trying to get a head start, but we have no plans to move soon. Yeah, this that's the thing like you look around and you're like well you know what i'm just gonna die here like I, yeah, <laughs> i'm not packing this up but somebody else's problem yeah no not like, at all <laughs> forget not it not at all i like um, read the book swedish death cleaning and it had a profound impact on me i i don't know if we've never talked about, oh we have talked about this i want to become a death educator um so that had a profound impact on me but man there it's just real hard i'm just like do i have to start with the props like because in some ways, if they just all disappeared, like everyone would live. Yeah. But like, so it's not my first thing that I'm trying to like cut back on, but it's going to have to happen eventually. The additional yeah. things that I still have. Yeah. It's, it's so tough because you're just so attached to all of it, even though it's like dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> man, there's like some stuff too. We have like plastic astronaut helmets is another oh. one. And like, man, when you have to pack that to take that to a show, that needs essentially an entire suitcase yeah they're huge yeah but also they make they make a big impact like that's the difference between an okay sketch and like wow that was a great sketch they had actual helmets you know what i mean yeah completely (laughs) that's uh that's the sketch i I think i told you about earlier before that had the the tamp the oversized tampon on a fishing string um so you know i was like i'm not keeping the astronaut helmets somebody else has to take them in our team like or we're gonna do something with them but um but yeah so would you have noticed if anybody had stolen your girl scout sash like if somebody just went into your house before this and took it out and took nothing else I would eventually notice and it would have okay. stuck in my craw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would be like, because probably what would happen is I would have assumed I left it or somebody else had left it and I'd be just really annoyed. Yeah. Not just on the principle of the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I feel like, I feel like you should keep this. I don't know. I, I, it's silly. I like, you know, you're going to do that. You, said you probably wouldn't do that sketch again but you might be able to do a variation of the sketch if you change the wording same thing with the... a, a girl scout it's like a it's an easy halloween costume yeah it's but a... you, you also seem very attached to it like it seems very important to you and i feel like you should keep it and i as you said before like i was thinking that kind of when you were talking about it like to put it in like a frame or something so that way mm. you can kind of hang it on the wall and that way it's out of the way it's not and it's like mm. a art piece of art um but the beret i think you should just wear i feel like you can pull <laughs> that off i like it i mean the beret i i was surprised that for as inexpensive of an amazon prop as it was it's not fitting over my headphones but it's not bad. I like, I like it. The idea of hanging this because honestly, I don't know if you have this. Do you have a drawer with a bunch of bandanas and scarves that like yes. maybe one every now and then, but mostly it's <laughs> a magician's top hat when you open yeah. it and you just shove it back in? Like, yeah, yeah. 
that's where this is probably gonna go yeah um, but maybe i should hang it or i maybe- feel like, yeah i feel like you should frame it or something and and put it on the wall in that way like you remember this sketch that you wrote that you're really proud of and that way it kind of gets out of the way and it's not floating all over your house yeah i also think now that you're saying it like i think i could pin it so it looks like a wall decoration oh like, like a little a tapestry yeah, yeah maybe i could do that, that oh, would like be... little dowels i think if you oh, put little yeah. dowels in it you can be a tapestry yeah maybe like thing like that. is that what never... that's called i think so yeah or pennant even yeah kinda. i've Ooh. never thought about that i think that might be a good idea i also have a bunch of I don't know if you have this problem too. I have a bunch of enamel pins that you just collect over the year, but they fall oh, yeah. off your jacket all the time and they're mm-hmm. not comfortable to wear. So that's also where this could go. Yeah. I've been looking for a solution on where I'm going to put all these adorable, useless enamel pins that I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be a good place. Yeah. To yeah. display them. That, I never thought of it. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you to get rid of that. I feel like you you've started to get rid of some of your collection and I feel like this is your reward is you're allowed to keep this one. <laughs> if this was six months ago, I would have been pulled all kinds of wild, wild things out. Like, um, <laughs> I can't even tell you the kinds of like ridiculous things that I probably would have thought about. But if you, I cleaned in the summer in the basement when it was hot Oh yeah, and I wanted nothing more than to be done with it, and yeah. that helped me be more decisive. And then you're kind of angry, and you're just like, "Get, get out of here!" Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. But I, when are you planning to get rid of the pile that you have? Should you set a date for that, or that's? I'd like to be done with it this year. I said the year, the first year of the pandemic. I said by July we were going to set up a. a a, pr- uh, a screen printing studio in the basement. We're still just screen printing on whatever surfaces are open now. We've never okay. bothered to like yeah. set up an area, but um, yeah, you know, by the end of this year, Cups is supposed to have a meetup. We tried, it hasn't worked. Everyone's yeah. always busy. One of us has like started a graduate program. So I feel like we probably will get together around the holidays. Okay. Um, and yeah. then I will be like, take this stuff home. Or else, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you a secret thing. I don't have it here. I can send you a picture if you want. One of the best discoveries I made when going through our props is we had done some tests of some merch that we were thinking about doing, and they're real hammers from the hardware store we bought. And one of us used to have access to um, a laser engraver, and so oh. they're laser engraved with cups and a half smash the patriarchy oh in my real god hammer. that's on them that's amazing we had thought they were lost forever um i think that they must have just gotten mixed up in one of the other boxes or whatever when we packed stuff away but i found it when i was cleaning stuff out and so probably by the time this is out they'll have gotten them um i'm mailing a hammer <laughs> in a box with no note Um, that's great one of the members wrote a sketch and one of the props is this rock that's used to like smash a can of beans open yeah and uh they're just getting a rock and a hammer with no note oh i love it oh that's fun (laughs) yeah so that was that was worth going through all of that stuff to find um 
that little trove was yeah like, you know, big surprise yeah that's nice yeah so we're moving on to our second segment called should i keep this and i brought today it is a mattel electronics in television uh computer gaming system so this oh, is wow. from i think 1977 78 made by mattel it's a uh a gaming console that uh, is about the size of like an original Nintendo. And it is a very 80s, 70s chic with uh, gold panels on the front with black outline and then wood paneling on the side. Very classic. Yeah. And then it has uh, two controllers that are kind of boyoing to it with like a phone cord. And they're about the size of a, a phone. And they got uh, some number buttons on it, a number keypad, and then a little uh, circle-y uh, button on the bottom that can both spin and click. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And this is authentic from the 70s. Uh, it was used in a goat rodeo. Oh, I also have two games for it. Mm. Uh, Sub Hunt and Burger Time oh um, burger time yeah. dang uh this was used in a goat rodeo sketch it was in our show rodeo 54 which was all 70s themed uh and the sketch was called texas chainsaw massacre the video game uh, and it was two kids whose parents went out for the evening so they decided to play this very violent video game while their parents weren't home and then they're just blown away by the graphics which are to our eye terrible it's like a stick <laughs> And then, oh, the blood, and it's just like a couple of red pixels. And then the parents come home and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're watching this. And then a guy comes on the screen that looks like the father and they shoot him. And like it, it's, <laughs> the graphics were absolutely terrible, but everybody was freaking out. I think the dad vomited. Um, and so this was in 2019. Uh, the story with how I got it is kind of a magical one where we had written this sketch. Uh, it was written by Chris McGrail, who's one of my favorite writers in Goat Rodeo. Um, mm -hmm. And he wrote a sketch about just a 1970s uh, gaming system. And so I'm kind of have this like rough list of things I'm looking for at the thrift store. I was going to originally make it out of cardboard. And then my husband texts me one night going, hey, I'm at the thrift store. They have this gaming system behind the counter. Do you want it? And I was like, oh, my God. And he goes, it's half price today. It was like $60, I think, marked. And then it was so it was $30 half price. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you got to buy that. Mm -hmm. So he, he bought it. Um, and then I bought the games online. The problem is it doesn't actually work. Gotcha. So I plug it in. There's a fan sound. There's an RCA output in the back. I plugged it into my TV with RCA inputs. I can't get any visuals. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't quite work, but it looks awesome. So yeah. I know, should I keep this? <laughs> Have you looked up if it goes for parts online? I'm oh, a big reseller. I like, didn't. I didn't. People keep asking me all these questions where I'm like, well, duh, I should have looked this up. Like, but um, no, I have not. It's also so I have like a very 70s looking basement. Yeah. And I'm like, this is kind of cool to just put out, but also it is 
it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay, I have this other <laughs> suggestion for you that's okay. like gonna maybe be the end of your podcast. Let's have a conversation. Oh, oh no. <laughs> have you thought about being um a prop house <laughs> or working in set design? I I don't know how. I would love to, because that's like part of the I'm like going, well, if I ever shoot something where I need just a setup that looks like it's from the 80s, this you just plop that in. You don't need the screen. It doesn't need yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know how to get into that. Mm. I so, feel like there's people that we can figure out how to get you in contact with to talk about how to like because this is something that could be used like if you're shooting the Americans or something, like they yeah. need something like this. Yeah. Just, it doesn't have to work. It just has to be a visually correct. Yeah. Right? And then you have reasons to keep all your stuff. And then I, I <laughs> now this is my job and I have to hoard. Yeah. yeah and it's I a can tax get... write off. You can shop at their store yeah. and it's a tax write off. And then I can get a storage space and get more stuff. Yeah. That's the dream, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no. Um, But yeah, I just don't know how to do that. Yeah, I would I mean, love I to. I don't have a ton of good ideas of how to do that other than like uh, talking to some people who like might already do that. I only know from like talking to the woman who was the, I'm going to forget the exact title on the movie I worked on. I, I know the title of the movie yeah. I worked on. It was Mean Spirited. <laughs> but the woman who was the art director, but she, I think her title was like something more. So I don't, I might not be doing it justice, but she was saying like she was in Brooklyn. She just had gotten a studio space to store all of her props. She would do things like she had a really interesting process. I met somebody else who was also originally planning to work in the film who had a similar setup. And some of it's about sourcing, but some of it is about like being the library, right? Yeah. Like being the library to lend to people. So there's just like some Facebook groups. And I know that you and I both know people that have worked in movies and stuff like that, where you mm -hmm. can like put that up or post it. But um, yeah, I don't know. So would you, I think you should keep it. I think you should keep it because it makes okay. such a nice table moment. It like, kind of does. Design, yeah. It's a nice table moment or like, I feel like you guys do theme pictures, yeah, right? We you do. and Brian do theme pictures. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good looking thing. It is. It's so beautiful. And it's so like, so specifically that time period, the yeah. way it looks like you couldn't, you almost can't recreate this in no. any sort of like, it is exactly what it is. And it's so clunky, but also feels like it could break real easy. But I also feel like, that's the kind of thing you were talking about hanging it in a picture. I feel like that, if you could hang it on the wall with like oh. a ledge, like that would be a beautiful object. And then you could like have the, the little, um, the telephones like yeah. displayed like above it, you know, okay. like, like a uterus and like some fallopian <laughs> tubes. Oh, it that, does. Yeah. That I style. That. Right. Yeah. Like it, that could be a, a really interesting moment on the wall, but aesthetically it's, pretty incredible there's a yeah. lot of things like i'm an advocate of getting rid of stuff but and it's also it's one of those things that's so i love when that happens when i'm looking for something so um, 
so so specific and then i have a three-week window to find it and i do like yeah it's like that i never want to get rid of anything yeah when it happens that way where i was like no this was meant to be for me i would have never been looking for this had that script not been written and then i just you know he happened to find it while i was looking for that like i yeah so weird okay counterpoint i'm gonna negate okay everything i just okay said. all right have you had guests talk to you about konmari like marie kondo's methods and stuff like that yeah a little bit all right so the two things that are like <laughs> sleeper pieces of knowledge that have come out of that um this the first one is not from her specifically but from people who will like talk about minimalism and stuff like that it's the um the thrift store is your rental studio right so you're okay. always borrowing things from the thrift store and you bring them back yeah because you pay me to use them yeah so if that helps that could be helpful that is a good that's a good mindset and that's kind of how i feel because sometimes i'll do that with clothes where i'm just like well i i wore this enough i'm just gonna give it back yeah i'll do it especially if it's like a little before stuff is like too worn out i'm like somebody would enjoy this yeah and i'm not enjoying it as much as other things like let's just yeah pass it along while it's still usable yeah um the other thing is um you know, it's a gift that serves a purpose. Like every object has a job and once it fulfills its job, you can let it retire and move yeah. on to find like a new job. Right. Yeah. So if you want to give it a job in your home, um, okay. knowing that's taking up real estate, you know, like yeah. time, energy, space, uh, dusting, whatever, like give it that job and then like be excited that it has that job. Yeah. But if you're like, man, I don't know, like, or if it, you're always just like, uh, like maybe it's time to let it give do a job for somebody else. Yeah. My worry is just it's going to go to the thrift store and they're like, oh, I don't know, and throw it out. Like, I don't know, like some kid in the back of the thrift store is not going to appreciate this and it won't go to its next home. Yeah. I don't. Is that's Facebook a... Marketplace too much for you? I, yeah, I haven't tried it. So, okay. yeah. Sometimes I'll know. put things in for like way underpriced because I'm like, I know somebody will appreciate and be stoked to get this for yeah. okay. an expensive amount, but I want somebody to Ooh. want to want this yeah and to make the effort yeah so if you put it on there for like five ten bucks and you're like this is this is this come and get it doesn't it. work like, but here you go yeah. yeah you can give it a try to get it in the hands of somebody who's excited to have it for whatever reason that's the okay. other thing you can try but yeah i still think you should keep it i do not <laughs> i kind of i, I kind of really don't want to get rid of it either and i like i took it out and i'm like i hope she says to keep it yeah <laughs> i so, know I, I think you I think you should keep it. I think you should keep it at least for a quite a long time more until it like comes back around in your life as like this is a burden now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cuz okay. uh it's very beautiful. Yeah. Maybe I should plan like a stupid photo shoot around it. So yeah. that way I at least have it, you know, like where I'm play playing video games in a 70s 80s outfit. Yeah, it also looks like um it looks like a telephone because of the numbers and stuff. So it yeah. just looks like you and Brian should just be on, on the same either ends. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just to confuse people. But what yeah. is this? I think that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I feel like a photo shoot would be super fun around it. I feel like you can find something fun to do. It feels like it's New Year's colors, like vibe wise. Yeah. You know? All right. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. 
All right, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I was trying to just... offer you an out, but I was no. Like, I I, I do it. appreciate it because I feel like I need the like the tough talk. I need people to tell me to get rid of stuff because it is there's too much stuff in here, and some yeah. of it is really stupid. Like I like feel like this isn't like I feel like this. This isn't as stupid as some of you the other. You have a process things. now, though. Is yeah, the thing. So I do now have a process. Can, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you have a hard time bringing stuff? Like you have a hard time leaving stuff at the store? I kind of. I I am kind of impulsive at the thrift store where I'm like, oh, this is really cool, but then I don't really. It's I hard. don't need it. Where I'm just like, it's another serving dish. And I have plenty of serving dishes, you know, like, yeah. and then so sometimes I come home and I try to go, okay, well, do I not like this one? Like, I have to try to get rid, you know, more of a replacement situation. Yeah. And yeah. I get home and I have to go, all right, well, I just bought this. Let me get rid of the old one. I don't yeah. know. But I do, do have a wanna, hard time. Do you want a mindset trick that super helped me? Okay. Like, five years ago yeah it mostly works like at a marshall's i think okay <laughs> store is a little harder because those are really like one-of-a-kind finds they're yeah. low cost and you're like i'll just bring you back if like i don't find a home for you yeah um but i kind of i say to myself like somebody else is gonna be so stoked when they find this okay and i like put it back as like my gift by not i don't think that this is a good way to think about everything but by like me not taking something that i'm just kind of mad about hopefully like somebody who's like really stoked Okay. will be like when they find it they'll be like hell yeah okay that's a good idea yeah sometimes when i'm like hell yeah that means that it's got to come home with me but yeah. when i'm just like well, i don't know it's pretty cool it's yeah like, all right that's not hitting the threshold for me yeah like do i absolutely need it or do you th do i think someone else needs it and wants it more yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just a helpful step when you're just like, I don't want to bring this home, but everything's telling me that I should bring it home. Yeah. But I know that I shouldn't because yeah. I really don't have a purpose for it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, uh, it helps a lot because like, man, do I love like wooden shelves or like yeah. things that are very useful. But if I don't yeah. have a specific use, I'm just like somebody else is going to be stoked. They found this whatever like thing. Yeah, mine's usually like serving dishes and glassware and stuff where I'm like, mm. oh, this would look so great in our bar. But I'm like, I don't have enough room for this. And we're not mm -hmm. having like a 500 person event that I need all of this glassware at once. So I've, I've, I have left a lot of things behind, especially more in recent years where I'm like, okay, I don't need this. But yeah. yeah. Do you change your glassware out seasonally? I do have some Christmas specifically, but nothing. Mm. I think that's that's pretty much it. Like we have like snowflake, tall drinking glasses and like uh, some smaller like cocktail glasses that say season's greetings on them. Oh, we switch cute. out, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, the decoration for the season, I try to limit what I do with that because uh, I just don't need excuses. Yeah. But <laughs> Man, do I love, I have a little Halloween section in my basement yeah. that not ever, I don't decorate for Halloween every year. Some years I'm too lazy, um, but this year I'm going for it. My bathroom is full of ghosts, ceramic <laughs> ghosts right now. That's nice. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I like it. I think we, 
Well, I mean, we didn't make that many steps because we're both keeping our items. But uh, <laughs> I think we had a good talk. I feel like I think so too. I think we're treasuring our item a little bit more. I mm. found a place to put all of these pins. Like I have this, yeah. I have two enamel pins sitting on my desk because I they don't have a home. Yeah, and they always lose the back, and then that's yeah. always the most annoying part. Yeah, but since they'll be on here, I'll just put like an eraser on the back of one. It doesn't have to yeah, last on a coat. Yeah. But this was a that was a great idea. I'm gonna totally do that. I'm very excited. <laughs> All right. So uh where can people find you? How can uh do you have anything to plug or where can we follow um... you? Well, the movie Mean Spirited that I worked on last year, I'm behind the scenes except for the last scene. I um that is just premiered at UK Fright Fest and it'll be Ooh. premiering in the US at a festival soon. So be on the lookout for that. And then you can follow me at Alyssa Truss on Instagram. I have a link to my other Instagram that's full of reptiles and <laughs> stuff that I house plants and things that I do in my downtime. But no, I'm I'm enjoying I'm taking a sabbatical essentially this year from comedy things, except for a couple things that I like can't would never say no to because I yeah. love them. Um, and I have been enjoying it because I just have to focus on some health shit. And so it's been yeah. a it's time. Nice, nice to step back sometimes and just kind of then you appreciate it too more like when you're going back to it. And yeah, if you just do it too much, you kind of start to resent it. I, feel like. I also felt like I needed, I mean, the pandemic years were that we're still in, but like they were just weird. So like not a lot of stuff was happening to yeah. like get material or ideas from. And I'm like, now that I took all the pressure off myself, I have ideas and I like am interested in them. So um, I'm not doing a lot of output, but I'm taking a lot in. Yeah, so that's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's healthy. Yeah. That's it's a nice change. Yeah. Oh, thank you for being here. This was, thank this you. was fun. <laughs> and that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to actually see the items that we're discussing, you can follow the show at Should I Keep This Pod on Instagram, where I post pictures from each episode. And if you dream of owning your own out-of-control prop collection, the best place to start is by taking classes at Crossroads Comedy. They have online and in-person classes in sketch, improv, and stand-up. So just head over to xroadscomedy.com to sign up. Thanks again for listening, and I'll have a new show for you in two weeks. See you then.